Attention. T minus 90 seconds and counting. All systems are go. that you know lives in California, you'll know of the desperate times and the broke measures we have. Donate now. Oh, sorry, that was the wrong cue. That was a cue to get my parking tickets paid. Can you help me out somebody? <laughs> that, of course, nothing like making a joke about the deceased. No. That was Glenn Fry, the co-founder and guitarist of the Eagles, of course, has died this week. This is number three in a week of... Is it really? Yeah, it's Glenn and how Fry. Old was he? he was only uh, he was a young guy. He was sixty yeah. sixty eight. So it's still in that in that area of sixty sixty seven. Okay. It was him, uh, Alan this is Rickman why died. I told uh, I was going to a job interview once and I told the the guy I want to be retired by sixty, no later. Because I'll be lucky if I should live that long. You don't think he'll live sixty? Uh, my father didn't. Um, his father was lucky to make it just past 60. Um, my uncle died also at 58. My father's best friend, a couple of years after he died, I went to his funeral. And he had just turned in his retirement papers at 65. And oh, that's really So young. I just, yeah, that, when they asked me my goal, I want to retire. I want to stop working as soon as possible. You should just stop working now. And if someone calls you out, go, nope. You see the history, not working. The, yeah, oh, what's the point? Like, try to get him to argue with him after that. It won't do it. Alan Rickman, too, was 60. Uh, he was 69, right? Yeah. Bowie? It's a, it's a grim start to 2016, which Very. I didn't see coming. No. But again, we're only not even three weeks in entirely. This reminds me of everyone that... Do you remember 2009? It was like... Uh, I remember it was a lot of shock and all. A lot of shock. Michael Jackson, Farrah Fawcett, oh. Walter Cronkite, yeah. Ted Kennedy. Um, jeez. I remember if, I shipped off to basic training, and you did a send off for me, and it was as if I was dead. <laughs> was like, we'll never forget him. I'm still over here. I'm alive. I'm actually over never here. Forget him. I had this really. I think I had Don Henley playing. <laughs> you did. <laughs> Michael Biscardi, 1981 to 2009. I'm still alive. He's dead. 
please give me money to keep his memory alive. Yo, they called it the Summer of Death. Yeah, it was crazy. Dom DeLuise, Chuck Daly. Michael uh, Jackson, Ed, Les Ed Paul. McMahon, Gail Storm, Billy Mays. Soupy Sales. Steve McNair, Soupy Sales, Walter Cronkite. Wow. Brittany Murphy. Gidget. John Hughes. Patrick Swayze. Patrick Swayze. This is still 2009. Wow. Ed McMahon. Well, hopefully this this slows down. But it looks like this happened. Gosh, all these people died between May and September 27th. It was crazy. May 4th to September 27th. That's not even that many months. Everybody was jumping ship. Well, they had enough. I mean, they say things happen in threes. This happened in like 18s. They were <laughs> going nuts. Almost like 30 or 40. Can you imagine how long the the montage is is going to be during the Grammys and or oh. Oscars? Didn't even think about oh, that. And they always leave somebody the out. Oscars. We're boycotting it. That's right. Who did they leave oh, yeah, somebody out? About? They did a montage two years ago, and they left somebody important out that died. I forget who it was. Gandolfini. No, like just died. He had. I remember him being in the. Did they? And it was shortly after he died. I remember. um, What's that kid's name? He died of a drug overdose. Brad Renfro was him. He died shortly before the Oscars, but he was the kid from the client. Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about the. Tweet us at the podcast. I'll wait, 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 wait. That's our why, show. Wait. Good night. Why? <laughs> why are they boycotting the Oscars? That's what wait, I want to talk Jada about. Jada Pinkett Smith and Spike oh. Lee oh, and the yeah. guy who played Martin Luther King, the British guy, um, they all think it's just um, not diverse enough. And I believe who else got into this one? Um Oh, Chris Rock called it the <laughs> the White BET Awards. <laughs> the White Even when Chris Rock is being annoying, he's being funny. Always. He is. I mean, come on. You know God. he's a racist, but he gets Didn't away Oprah. with it because he's funny. Didn't he's funny because he's a truthful Oscar guy. But the the uh, uh, yeah, the guy I, I just mentioned, the guy from Selma. Movie took right. home quite a few, as I recall. Well, twelve years of sl- the thing that the whole boycott of the Oscars is bullshit. Is if if African Americans were never nominated, it was always white, which it was for a long time, and this Denzel's was still going on. Two. It's bullshit. But two years ago, you had oh, twelve years of slave. You had okay, had the help. You know, the so funny progress has been made, and the, the 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 actors that are nominated are the Academy, which is made up of. You know, people in the industry are the ones that are nominated. Yeah, just wasn't that boycott it because DiCaprio three. hasn't been nominated. Well, he is this year, but <laughs> it's just it's bullshit. Yeah. Um, so, it's funny that the two movies we've just mentioned that had black nominated actors is called 12 Years a Slave right. and <laughs> The Help. Baby Steps. <laughs> Not the. Uh, Bi- biopic of Obama, but 12 years. What else is next? Dance for me, Leroy. Come on. <laughs> 12 years a slave. Exactly. But, Django uh, Unchained. I, when anyone ever makes an issue about race, I just think they're insane. Yeah, I mean, I'm so sick of hearing about it. 
Um, I think everybody is. With the issue now. You're making by talking about it constantly. Right. You're noticing. And you're the racist. Yeah. Exactly. And I've got friends of mine, one of whom in particular I take a notice of, and I may have even mentioned him on the show, but he'll still remain nameless. But uh, I'm going to try and get him on the show one of these days. He oh, just yeah, thinks it. that he's one of those oppressed minorities, which I, you know, I call bullshit on him because yeah. the, the NYPD aren't exactly stopping the guy in the three-piece suit. Right. And it's, it's not called a suit life. Suit. It's a regular Wall Street-looking wingtip shoe. It's um, called life. Yeah. So he's he's not. He just wants to be a part of this social movement. It's cool to be a part of this social movement. So when ISIS takes over the headlines, you know, we have to we have to get the the power back to say, no, black lives matter. Hashtag black lives matter because we want the attention. It's cool to be a part of this social movement. I have attention deficit disorder. I can't even keep up with the headlines when things are trending. Like I'll try to read it and then I'll, you know, something else will happen. Like the news for someone with severe ADD is not a good thing because I'm, I'm all over the place. I'm like, wait, yeah, I thought we were like- mad about this. We talked about it last week. It's like on CNN yeah. on the left side here, like the top ten topics. It's like the same thing every day. Yeah, I got some black guys with it. mad, some white guys mad, some mm-hmm. Republicans yeah. mad, some Democrats yeah. mad. So There's a sale at sales. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I guess I'll go there. Obama cost United Health one billion. Okay. Well, one what thing. Does that, what does that mean to me? <laughs> what does that? How does that affect my life? The. Uh, the thing that I've noticed too, there's a trend in the news. They're becoming more clickbaity, you know. Like, yeah. uh, I'll give you an example. There, um, there was a threat at LA schools maybe about a month ago, and rather than risk it, the uh, superintendent just said close the schools for a day. Well, that day a student was like walking and he got hit and killed by a truck driver, and the headline read, "LA USD student hit by truck," implying that if they didn't give the kids off, he would be fine. Not. Kid gets killed by truck or citizen right. or person, but oh, yeah. they had to crowbar that in. And right. then I read another story about a constable in Pennsylvania who was serving a warrant, and a guy pulled out a rifle, and the oh. guy, the constable, returned fire, and the bullet went through his arm and killed his daughter, and which was like an accident, you know, from someone. And the uh, the headline read: "Constable kills girl." And you're like, "But he didn't." You're, uh, they're uh. just they tailor everything to the trends. Yeah. Yeah. What's a constable? I guess it's like a citizen that uh, can serve warrants and things like that. Oh, they're, okay. they're allowed to carry. Hmm. Well, a cop I thought it was weird too. Constable on patrol. But he wasn't a Did cop you know though. Yeah, no, it's just an old. Term. I never like heard the Seth, term. Like I've, I've heard constable on patrol, but a cop. I've never heard constable like. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. That's the bigger issue. It's a constable. <laughs> Um, yeah, I guess a peace officer. That's a good question. But so we bring into politics racism because we got to get votes, and that's what politicians do. So Hillary Clinton on the uh, Democratic national debate happened to catch it. Yes, Ooh. you have to appeal to all the racists. Yes, <laughs> you got to get votes on both sides if they and hope that they can actually vote that's at so the registry. Stupid. But she says um, in Charleston, South Carolina, the former secretary said there needs to be a concerted Just- effort. To address the systematic racism in our criminal justice system. In other words, saying that police officers need to be held accountable, which, you know, and we can all agree on. Sometimes the police, they're a little nasty, I guess, and, they, and they, they've had a long day. Sometimes they're going to take it out on anybody. That includes us white folks, too. But to say Charleston? that 
um, to try and like arouse the rabble to say that all cops yeah. need to be held accountable. And, and it was really just, it was just stirring the pot to galvanize the, the blacks or any minorities to get them to vote. And that's just the shitty side of politics right there. This was at where? I don't the need Democrat the police. She knows she's not getting the votes from the cops. She knows it's not going to happen. So she got to, she has to get more people uh, in the minority groups to come out and vote for her. Where was this said? Yeah, but this was at the okay. debate the other night. Oh, I, I didn't even know there was one. I know. I didn't even know who O'Malley no was. I had to Democratic it. debates, honestly, aren't. I think they were only on MSNBC, in fact. I don't think any other network covered it. Yeah, there was no lead up because there's no Trump. No, there's, there's no, no Trump. There's no it, character. Nope. Well, there's only Malley. three of them. I mean, um, it may get more interesting now because it looks as though Bernie Sanders, the communist from Brooklyn, might have a chance because apparently he's doing well in the polls right now. But there's this there's this clown named Martin O'Malley from, from Socialist. Maryland who, uh, who was just. I mean, the guy is such a laughing stock. Martin O'Malley. He kept. <laughs> yeah, he's a governor. He kept very, very politely begging to speak. Like, excuse me. Let <laughs> excuse me. Hold. He like raised would his I, hand. Would I maybe he held up a sign? Twenty seconds, maybe even twenty-one seconds to talk here. But, uh, okay, can I, then. Can I finish? Yeah. Can I, can can I, I finish? have a <laughs> You know how they should do the debates? Larry. It's like a Larry, like a game show. Larry, you buzz please. in first, like Jeopardy. Yeah. This state was part of the yeah. deciding move for the polls. <laughs> Hillary, what is the Iowa caucus? Uh, that is correct. Two hundred, please. That's how we should do it. Bernie Sanders is actually starting to pick up in the polls. And, you know, I, if they I listened to it. I thought the guy had, believe it or not, this is going to be very hard to sexual. believe. But there were some things he said which I Duty. agree with. But yeah. um, you know, it's just so or... clear the guy is such a communist and people think he's cool. It's cool to be a hippie again because he was a hippie. Well, I think it's hippies cool are... to redistribute wealth because I think hippies are okay. But yeah, but it's the, the pot know, smoking ones. Listen to Hendrix. Here's what his whole argument right. was. He they said sound like a good guy. He said he wants to divide up the banks, and it's time to get to destroy the corporations. But they, all these candidates, whether they're Republican or Democrat, they all want to create more jobs. So if your plan is to destroy all the corporations, what are you left with? Because not everybody in this country can be a farmer. Even McDonald's is a corporation. So if you destroy all these corporations, how many jobs are you going to create? How do you destroy a corporation? I don't even know what that means. Move to California. Bomb the building. Move to California. Like, well, what does that mean? He Set wants to basically LA. tax them so much so that there are no rich people in everybody's middle class. And... Uh, so then you take the taxes and give it to the poor? Yeah, you redistribute. And that's been his whole... Mo hmm. since the sixties. Well, yeah, that's like, isn't that like um, socialism? Yeah, we got we got to mention like uh, <clears throat> Zach Efron uh, did a tweet about Martin Luther King Jr. Do you guys read this? this no, week? yeah, I didn't see what the big deal was. All right, he what said uh, he's he's drawn fire. Zach Efron is really good looking dude. Uh, said I'm grateful for a couple things today. Martin Luther King Jr. And, and 10 million followers on Instagram. 10 million followers on Instagram. Well, Zach Efron, we've got thousands of followers right now on the podcast. So. Why is that upsetting? 
He's just thanking his fans. Yeah, I don't see what the big deal is. He didn't have to say anything about Mark. I let's go through the celebrities post yeah. tweets who haven't mentioned Dr. King. And that's I mean, come on. At least he mentioned them that's to ten million kind of people. A red flag. You might want to take down your Twitter page and your Instagram and say, Okay, well I just won't say anything anymore. All yeah, right. I'll just be right. a drone. Uh, you won't have Efron to kick around anymore. I'm actually amazed that he knew it was Martin Luther King Day. Right. Give him a credit. You know? Well, he sang a lot in high school, so. Give him, some, give, give him a break. I mean. Yeah, that was pretty stupid. We're too sensitive. Oh, yeah, can he dance? He can dance. He's a good actor. I'll give him that. Yeah, sure. He is. He's actually kind of fun. He was in, the, he was in that Neighbors, right? With yeah. Seth Rogen. Yeah. I think another, make one. another one. He was good. There's yeah. a film called Parkland, which uh, with Paul Giamatti, and he was in it. It's about Kennedy's Parkland Hospital, where John Kennedy was set was rushed to after he was assassinated. It's uh, Tom Hanks produced it. It's a, kind of an indie film. Oh, it wasn't it. really, but he played the doctor uh, on charge uh, in the hospital that day, and he did a, did a really good job. He had quite a range. He's also yeah, so very nice who's in the making, eyes. Who's, who's crying about him saying that? Uh, it was just America. everybody. Jada Pinkett Smith. <laughs> Boycott. Everybody who was writing at Zach Efron right. on Twitter. You know, I want to like Jada Pinkett Smith because she's married to Will, and you know, I like Will. But yeah, she's but such a loud mouth sometimes. Yeah. And she got called so out mean. by his co-star on Fresh Prince. I guess Aunt Viv. I don't know yes. which one. It's one of the second one, but yeah. yeah the the first Aunt Viv uh, called him out. Blaster. For yeah, boycott. Like, don't you have a mouth of your own? But I'm she's glad she's still alive. So she's insane. Mm. Oh, yeah. Right. You know? It's like, yeah. oh, yeah, but mm-hmm. she's a Scientologist. <laughs> Dude, I, there's the, uh, you know, the Scientology centers here in L.A., the headquarters, mm. the uh, the hub for Hubbard. Which is run by that little snail of a man. Is uh, is such a creepy-looking place, man. It just sticks out like yeah. a sore thumb. You're like, wow, that's... It looks like every time they talk about what is this that guy's name? Um, it's run by who? Hubbard. Hub? No, no, L. he's Ron dead. Hubbard. Not L. Ron Hubbard. There's this guy. He's like five feet tall. He's <laughs> Tom, from Tom he's really the Indian from in the cupboard. The woods. He's from Bucks County, actually. Oh, really? And uh, yeah, Discarded. he's no, like five him. feet tall. He's even. He <laughs> actually gets dwarfed really? by Tom Cruise when he when he stands next to him. And he's but, a short guy. Is a little yeah. This is a little guy, but all these people came out, you know, like Paul Haggis, other former members, Trouble and said that, that this Haggis. guy would would Damn. come and beat on them. Like, how could you not? He'll make it rain. Take pamphlets. a beating from this little munchkin. Who is he? Opa, opa, I have to look at the Scientology is so interesting. It's so funny. Yeah. Um, it really made me look. All religions in such a strange way. Also, we walked funny. into one of those places. I was with my friend David on Hollywood Boulevard, and he was wasted. Like, I mean, he was on <sighs> the day. He was, and he goes, "Let's go, let's go oh. in here." I said, "No, no, 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 I'm not, I'm not, I'm not on board for this." And he went in, so I had to follow him to make sure he didn't get like taken away. And they were just like, "Would you like some information? Would you like to hear more about the pamphlets? You're welcome here anytime." And I'm like, "No, no, no we, 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 we gotta go. There's a." Uh, I'm a cop. I gotta go. Their hands and the doors slam shut. Oh. Yeah, right. David. Tweet us, tweet us at the podcastle, the underscore podcastle. Let us know what you think about uh, some of the news. I wanted to uh, touch base with you what guys. What's that guy's name? I can't remember his name. I think it's uh, <laughs> David Miscavige. 
Miscavige, that's his name. Directly under L. Ron Hubbard as a cameraman for Scientology training films. I mean, training training films that just screams pyramid scheme. Recruitment. (laughs) And it was so funny. Propaganda. Orientation. They did this recruitment commercial of everybody singing this, you know, like really corny gospel called We Stand Tall, We Will Stand Tall. And that that, that guy's in front and everybody's towering over him. Oh my but God. he's in the front going, We will stand tall. <laughs> Desperado. Every time he comes out to a like a, a convention or a seminar, he goes, Welcome to church. <laughs> That's like like (laughs) taking himself that serious. Buddy, you're a hundred. Yeah, I wonder if he does. He have theme music. Um, I don't. I think they do. Yeah, and they salute each other too. Like if he'll call Tom Cruise to the stage, they have a big salute. Like you know, the real. uh, Really, you know, like it's military. Yeah. Did they say Cougar and Mervin, Orland and Maverick and Goose? I got the knee. um, The knee. I'll tell you, they really had. They. They so much stuff got dug up about Scientology that uh, that it, it's actually alleged that Scientology caused the breakup of Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman, but not in the way like you'd hear in the the headlines. Like he was just too devoted to his Scientology that he didn't have time for marriage. No, they actually sabotaged his marriage. Yeah, oh right. No, Katie yeah. Holmes. No, Nicole Kidman. Oh, well, goes back that he sabotaged. They, they didn't like that. Uh, I don't know. She wasn't a Scientologist. Something happened where it was alleged that they came in and created some trouble, some mischief, to end uh, his marriage. And I think it was there was blackmail involved. John Travolta too. There's a whole history of stuff of dirt that they had on him. That if he would have threatened to quit, they would really they destroy his life. Yeah. Propaganda. They're really, uh, they're really interesting. I don't really know a lot about it, but I know it was in an episode of the show. Oh, I'm drawing a blank on the damn name of the show. Um, Fresh Prince. They, they had some. No, it was like an, a weird. Oh, uh, Nip Tuck. That's what it was. Oh yeah, I remember and, that. And show. they hook you up to like some machine, and it like measures yeah, it measures your the levels of your. Positive, negative feelings. <laughs> so yeah, I forget what it's called. <laughs> I was like, "This is great." You guys mentioned if they had a theme song. Let me ask you this: What would your theme song be if you were like? You ever think about if you were like a politician on the campaign trail or a baseball player? You know how they have like their song when you go up to to bat. What would you guys pick? Like your theme song to play, or your song? Like if I walk into like a party. Yeah. Yeah, like you walk in, like all sitting I'd choose the most, if I were a politician, I'd be the most right wing. I'd be like Trump, but I'd come out to Million Dollar Man, Ted DiBiase's theme music or something. Everyone could be bought. Money, money. That's mine. That's a good one. It's the best walk in music. And I'd have to have, you know, G Unit with me. Like, of course. J-Unit. I'd have to pick something that's very mellow just to throw everybody off. <laughs> like the theme song to Mr. Belvedere. <laughs> Freaks on the China. Never matter. Well, he's, uh, he's here I'd to party. I the theme from Welcome Back, Cotter. Oh, yeah. Welcome back. 
Well, we like him a lot. So we tease him a lot. Welcome back. Put the peace signs in the air. Welcome back. So funny. I want to give a quick shout out to some of our other friends and fellow podcasters. We get a lot of love on Twitter. Facebook, we get shit on. But Twitter, we're, pre- we're huge. And uh, <laughs> yeah. we're pretty good on Facebook or Twitter. And uh, we have some other uh, fellow podcasters um, that go in there. And they kind of give us some love. They do some retweeting. And uh, Epic Film Guys is one that comes to mind. They actually listen to a lot of episodes and, and retweet and do some commenting. Yeah. And it's like the, it's not the generic. like They just take a link and put the title in there. Like They actually quote on it. One week we had like some audio problems. They go, I just want you to know the audio was a little iffy around this time, just so you're aware. Like they're, they actually listen. Wow. So I want to give these guys a shout out. They're pretty good. The, uh, and they have a, what, a YouTube page? Yeah, they got like a YouTube and a Podbean. But uh, you can listen to their pod Tinder. on on YouTube <laughs> grinder on YouTube, right? Yes. Yeah, okay, you can. Okay, yeah, I listen to them. They're subscribe. good. They're awesome actually. You I can like get them. a subscription. Yeah, they're good. To the, yeah, they're good. They're real I like good. It. Real good. good. Real sexual. Let me guys ask you a few questions here. A little game like I have to call. What would you rather? Ooh. Batter up. Would you yeah. rather Mike and John? What would you rather do? Have an actual working lightsaber. All right. Very intrigued by the opener. Mm-hmm. Or <laughs> have the ability to swap genders whenever you want. Oh, wow. Anytime. Why would I ever want to swap? Well, I guess, yeah. Well, yeah, you're curious. What's, what's it like on the other side? Or just on the receiving things. end. Or, or to, to just get, get things. something easier. <laughs> I could yeah, well think about it. You could walk into a girl's bathroom or shower and lock a room at the door. Yeah. Oh yeah. If a if a boat sinking, it's always women and children first. You can just walk and go, Nobody, <laughs> I'll take that cut of that. Or you could, you know, get out of speeding tickets very easily. Yeah, just show them your boobs. Right. That's a thing too. You always I was seeing on Facebook, I got out of a speeding ticket, I showed my boobs. <laughs> that actually works. <laughs> oh god, yeah. But it was all guys that say it, which is weird. I'm still confused. Would you guys rather give up cheese or oral sex? <laughs> cheese, right? No. But then again, if I could, if I had a lightsaber, I could still pretty much get anything I wanted. So yeah. I choose over changing. I don't want to go through all that. I, I yeah. bet you it, it, it'd be a lot of work. What if you didn't change back? <laughs> what if there was some glitch? Yeah, Brian, what if something goes wrong? <laughs> Not for me. John had a metamorphosis. I'll just use my lightsaber. And uh, color yeah. is uh, green. Yeah. The, re- I'm the refurbished. Get, I'm going to get green. Like, remember when Luke comes back and it's green? You're right. Yeah, I just did a green one. <laughs> Took him a while to make that, too, from what I understand. Couldn't just order it on Amazon. It had to be tailored to no, the specifications. I, I think it's just like getting a, you know, a, new, a new paint job. <laughs> That's not really a big deal, I think. <laughs> I thought it was easier. I would, I would pick the pa- the mace one, the purple. Oh, yeah. Wind down. do it. I don't know. It's a little crazy. Cheese or oral sex? Is that yeah. what you said? Cheese or oral sex. I can't give up cheese. <laughs> I couldn't either. I'm not, I'm not sad Pepper Jack? anymore, so I think that's really bad. Yeah, I've, I've been there, and I've, and I've done both. But 
cheese will keep me alive. Yeah, sorry. No mozzarella, no provolone. Yeah, right. No You're Italian. Italian. Yeah, literally, literally impossible. Do you guys ever leave food without late at night? Cheese very easily. Oh, sure. And, and uh, the they're bad decisions. Cheddar burger any day. Cheddar burger. Oh, yeah. But it's heavy. I mean, like late at night, if you're hungry, you're, you know, you should have like, yeah. I don't know, a piece of toast or a bowl of cereal. But you're ever like, you know what? I'm going to do a bagel sandwich with this and that and some fries. And then when you're done, you're like, why did I do this? And it's like nine in the morning. You're like, oh, I'm still going to be late today. <laughs> I can't do it. Um, do it if you could have one cheese, if you'd only have one cheese, that's a tough one. Pepper Jack. Uh, Pepper Jack Easy. is good. Easy for you. Easy. Um, hmm. Only one. Huh? Toe cheese. Maybe I have to take the mozzarella. Mozzarella. Uh, the mozzarella. I'll take the mortadelle. I haven't had a good mortadelle sandwich in a while. So this is Wendy's. <laughs> we don't have that here. I actually made a pizza tonight with mozzarella cheese on it. Oh. Yeah. You're well, a regular little emerald now, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I followed the directions. Pick it up a notch. This oregano. You guys are good cooks. Not a good cook. You, know, I got, I you guys got, are very culinarily uh, inclined. I got the pre-made yeah, dish. Entertained my in-laws. They were visiting this weekend, and I, uh, for their final meal before they left, uh, I served surf and turf, Ooh. and I got it right. I, I think I, I did good. Kid done good. Congratulations. I love timing that right, you know, because yeah, you're... not easy to do. Timing is very difficult when you're doing two separate dishes. Yeah, in one dish. two can... separate delicacies in one dish. Overcook, undercook, overcook. It's it's tough to get them. They both. appreciate it. To go two for two, that's beautiful. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they appreciate the effort. And I showed effort. them some fine restaurants also. I showed them. I showed so them they were guy. very impressed with their stay here in New York. You know what was really pleasing too was um, there is still life left in Bensonhurst. I hadn't been down Colombo Boulevard in quite a few, couple of years. And, you know, it's Columbo. slowly the Italian-American uh, populace. It's, it's diminishing. And and Korean and and uh, I'm not going to point it's, out. But it just it's not <laughs> as Italian as it used to be. There's so different. We went to, so we went to this restaurant. We went to this restaurant, and uh, one of the things I found amusing: the food was great. The service was better by the Mexicans than the actual Italians. Hmm. And well, I told them, like, they work harder. Family. Yeah, they did. That they, they were very tense. Maybe it's yeah, because yeah, they did I was with some Mexicans. Um, that they gave him a little oh. extra attention, but oh, yeah. the the service from like the servers, uh, I felt bad. I'm like, these guys just got to show their face; they don't really have to work. Yeah, they recognize the yeah. talent. And the, the Mexicans were working their asses off, so I was appreciative of that. And then we went to Little Italy in the Bronx on Arthur Avenue the night after. The Bronx, and it was just awful. Bronx town. The, the restaurant was great. We found, we actually found a restaurant that was still uh, an Italian restaurant. But the rest of the neighborhood has just totally gone to hell. Yeah, it's a shame. It's gone to shit. The Bronx it's starting is, to look like Los Angeles. The Bronx was designed by someone who like failed geometry. There's, there's yeah. just no sense to it. It's like I, I think he failed a lot of subjects. Bronx <laughs> bombers. It's really sloppy. Bronx bombers, baby. It's like oh, I see Yankee Stadium. We're five feet away, but we can't get there. Mm -hmm. There's two bridges in our way. 
Los Angeles was designed like that, where uh, it's so spread out, and um, they didn't anticipate this many people being here. So they're like, we don't need we don't need public transportation. Let's just throw a, a freeway through everything. And we'll be fine. And yep. sixty years later, there's you know twelve million people. And it's just it's all over the place, but. I'm I'm ashamed to admit I didn't know that there's no tra- public transportation in Los Angeles. That's insane. I think there is. It's just hidden. No, there's <laughs> like not. It there's, exist. It's a myth. There is. I there's, think there's like a a secret society of people, a subculture that uses <laughs> jets. It's <laughs> like one bus. There's buses, but the, the problem like with LA is the traffic. They can't have subways because there's the, the earthquakes. Right. You know what? Like Risk it. Train. I'd say put, do a bullet train. You know, trains you can do. Rail. Yeah, hoverboards. They have buses here, but you know they just add to the problem. But you know, with all of the the public transportation that we have here in the five boroughs in New Jersey and Westchester, I'll tell you, it's just it doesn't curb the traffic problem. No, just people, not just more volume, duty. Oh shit! Well, I don't drive because I work from home. The best. So I don't oh, deal with you the work at your dungarees. And apparently well, clog life. up I-95. <laughs> what a life. That's what Great. I've heard. I used to have to drive 22 miles up I-95 during rush oh. hour in the morning when I first got here. I've come a long way. <laughs> Out so of the good. minor leagues into the big leagues. Although sometimes I do think I might go insane. Work now, working from home is the life. I mean, everybody oh, yeah. says that. Oh, sometimes I just want to be out. I want to be in the real world. No. But Only then when you realize you got to get up and you got to shave. Yes. Yeah. And Shower. figure out what you're going to wear. Yes. Why would you do it? And just saying, wait, when was the last time I wore this suit? Is this, are they going <laughs> to notice this is the same suit from Monday? You know, you, then you say, Ugh, I had it good. I just had you it wear the good. same pants for four days in a row. No, no, I ironed them. They're different. No, no, the, the same stain from yesterday is there. That's well, fine. I used to do a commute too, John, but now I only work like a mile up the road. So I still report to a facility, but it's so close and I can go in late that I do like the half-assed working from home coming in. Like I'll come in wearing like the same clothes and like I won't shave for four days. And it's, hey, you feeling okay today? You look a little rough. No, no, no. I just, you know, rough morning. If it's ever, if it's ever like bad and... If it's ever bad enough, you can just like go home and shower real quick and then come right. back. Use your facilities to let one loose. A mile away. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you go home for shit breaks? Uh, no, I usually don't. I usually don't do that during the day. You hold it in. I hold it you in. Hold out. I don't. Yeah. I have a policy. I don't do it in public restrooms at all. I've done it twice in my life, and they were That's both amazing. emergencies. Yeah. That is amazing. Can't do it. Wow. Can't do it. It's Tried unbelievable that. mental power. Yeah, yeah. can't. Do it. It's because not. It's I just not. I can't do it. I don't discriminate. I mean, maybe once a week a public restroom is used by me. I can't do it because it's a, it's like a mental thing. It's like I, I don't sanitation issue. It's very sanitation. It's disgusting. <laughs> Second of all, you're like your pants are down and you're doing your thing with like eight other people in the room. Like I, I want, I don't want that kind of close proximity to somebody How? when like my pants are down. To strangers, How? you'd have a tough time in the service. How much um, antibacterial shit do you use after you pump your gas? Oh yeah, I love the smell though. Out but yeah, you're afraid to touch yes. it. You don't know what you've been touching, but you love the smell. 
But yeah, yeah. I love the smell of gasoline. I'm not afraid for that. I always use my uh, right hand only to pump gas. The whole thing, the unscrewing, the chain, right hand. I, then right. the left hand is always for my cell phone. Uh, I don't. <laughs> I don't cross contaminate. And then do you use the uh, sanitation? I go, I go See, the thing is, John, Mike, he comes in and he takes the potato chip with his right hand and opens it up. It's a little aviator reference for you. Howard Hughes was very OCD, oh. as mine. Oh, yeah. It Show sounds like it. Show me all right. blueprints. Show me all blueprints. Show me blueprints. You don't pee into bottles like my old roommate used to, do you? I piss in my mouth. Oh, we did that in Afghanistan all the time. I piss in his bottles? Oh, yeah, man. Oh, you mean as opposed to... Uh, I kicked him out. He was too well, lazy. It was so damn cold out there. No, we didn't, didn't have, have a toilet. our own bathrooms in our living quarters, so we yeah. all just pissed in bottles. Now, if you got caught oh, yeah. doing it, believe it or not, you got into a lot of trouble. They had barracks inspections. So if you got caught with really? a barracks. bottle that, that might appear like Gatorade or, or apple juice... You know, but it was in a water bottle. They knew what it was, and you were getting in a lot of trouble for that. What, why would you piss in the bottle? Because you couldn't get to it. It was so cold outside, or the John was just too no. dirty, which it quite often was. Oh, yeah. Um, or sometimes guys were just too lazy to uh, yeah, want to go outside, so they'd piss in a bottle. And the collection of, of piss bottles, like they were trophies <laughs> or something, that, that gathered. It was really out of control for a while. Wow. There is something liberating about pissing in a bottle, though. Like when you're at a game or something, or you're driving, you're like, I just pull over. Or you do it in the car, you're like, oh, relief. Oh, yeah. <laughs> many, many trips to the Jersey Shore where, you know, oh. all right, you drive, I'll, I'll get in the back, and you kneel, and you lean, and oh. you get it in some bottle, and it always goes all the way to the top. <laughs> it's never enough. I was on gate duty, you know, because this particular gate didn't have any no room uh, for shakes. <laughs> it didn't have any, it didn't have a facility. Yeah. So as I'm doing it, I'm sitting at a desk, and I'm in this little shack, and I'm I'm sitting down, pants down, flying zipped, and I'm trying to get done when when a, a one of the patrol cars comes up, oh. and and it, right as it just I had caught the stage fright, but now I gotta make it look like I'm very gracefully putting myself back together. Without looking like I'm doing what yeah. I'm doing, you know? Yeah, like, oh. Uh, they're about to come into the shack, and I don't know I'm if quitting. it's one of the bosses or whatever, but yeah. Oh, I'm man. tuck myself back in. Yeah. How do you get away with that? I I was driving to uh, I was driving to see somebody in New York a couple years back. This girl was staying at some place, and, you know, it was like a two-hour drive. And, uh, staying at some place. Staying at some place. She was actually staying at the Trump Tower, and I, I had to piss really bad, and I and I thought – Oh, you know, once I get across through the tunnel, I'll just find a spot. It'll be fine. And there was traffic, like you wouldn't believe. And I'm stuck in in the tunnel, and I had to go. I mean, it was like an emergency. And I did have a bottle of water. Um, and there, So I was like, I just, I have to do this. I'm going to piss my pants. And there was a bus next to me stopped. And I was like, I just have to get this out of my system. So I pulled out my, my neck. <laughs> and it was one of those pulling springs, so it's not gonna fit in there. I have to like put it to it and aim. <laughs> so as I'm pissing, it's going thing. all over the car. Oh my god! I had like a new Toyota at the time, and I look over, and there's this bus full of tourists just watching me like pissing all, like the true representation of America. Like here's this slob pissing all over his car. I got to the, I got to the hotel, and I just ran in. I was like, bathroom, please. Location of the restroom, and I went in there, and it was like the 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 towel, like the paper towels, you know. You're like trying to 
get stuff off of you. And no matter how many times you wash your hands and clean it, like that's on you for the day. And all I could think about was I need to just get home. I need to take a shower. And it was just, I'll never again, never again am I going to, uh, to risk that. I think if you have to go in that kind of situation, you just got to, you know, out of the car, First out the window. Your calls, you got to answer it. You got to answer that call. I got, I got stuck at Five Points Intersection in, in Montgomeryville Park. You know where that is. Yes. Uh, it's like cool. 152, 202, 309, like a whole bunch of roads just it's intersect. Cluster. And I just missed the green light. So that means I had to sit <laughs> through four other green lights. And, and by, by the Eight time rotations. I got there. I was yeah, I was in pain. I was on my way to work, working at the at the wall in the mall where they used to sell CDs. They had two locations, and yeah, and I finally get through the, the light, drive through. Yeah. You know, it's it's only like a mile up the road, not even. I pull in, I drive into the parking lot. It hurts so bad. I know I'm not going to be able to stand up and walk into the mall and then into the wall and then into the bathroom in the back. So I run and there's this tiny little alcove of just brush and I just stumble into it. It's full of my knees and pee like a fire hose. I almost lift it off the ground. Probably felt like a million bucks too. Oh. I like. I remember finishing and like laying down in the grass, like buckling my pants back up, like <sighs> whatever it takes. I just, that's, that was always one of the biggest luxuries of going to any concert and tailgating, uh, or you know, oh, yeah. sports yeah. game as a sports event. You could just do it in the parking lot. I mean, it's you just if you had you to have some kind of privacy, you just privacy. sort of went right. behind your one of your car doors and you let yeah. it fly. You but it's it totally go. acceptable. It was just a real yeah. unity. People of, look away. Yeah. Always no, better no to piss outside. Here. It's always better to take a piss outside. Like when it's cold in the winter, you're at a party by, or something. By a tree. Right. Wonderful. Do you guys pee in people's sinks when you're at their house or do you do the toilet? <laughs> <laughs> you know, Andre the Giant used to pee in bathtubs. <laughs> He'd ask so, you, right? Splatter. <laughs> so, oh, poor guy. What year did Andre the Giant die? Was he like 1993? 93. 93? Yeah. Yeah. He was pretty, he was really young. When he died of a heart, heart attack? When he died, he was down like six foot six too. He had gigantism, so. Yeah, they had to give him so much spinal surgery that they kept making him short. Yeah. yeah you know, and he was still pretty damn tall. His wow. skull would continue to grow, but not anything else so like the weight yeah. of his head just got like longer and longer and heavier and but it was so much oh, more than geez. just uh growth like of height because he got gross. fat and there's an interesting picture i think shark you sent it to me of, it's it's andre the giant with schwarzenegger oh yeah and, and uh will chamberlain and they're towering over him and will chamberlain is a little bit taller than andre the giant but he was in he was proportioned Naturally, whereas Andre the Giant was just so he was like five hundred plus pounds. Yeah, it was Wilt the Still. I remember that. Schwarzenegger looked like an action figure. Yeah, mix of those two. You could fit a you could fit an egg in his wedding ring. Wow, it's huge. That. Isn't that crazy? Wow. He had the one strap uh, on the uniform, which was cool. Yeah. <laughs> Nipples were exposed, but he had the one strap. 
wonder how we took that thing off. Put it back on. It was painted on. Just have the the tidy blues or the tidy blacks. Yeah. The tidy juice. <laughs> tidy juice. Fiery juicy smoke. <laughs> what else is going oh, on the news? You guys been watching? Uh, ISIS. Any, yeah. Every crisis. <laughs> that hasn't been a, a. You know, I'm gonna write this down. That hasn't been a. Uh, Alliteration rhyme of those two and any kind of rap songs. I'm gonna have to do something on that. The uh, you guys watching new shows lately? I gotta tell you, John's a big fan of Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And I haven't watched. I've watched like the first season a little bit when it came out, and then I moved and I didn't have HBO for a while and I kind of lost the fell rhythm. off. So I started watching it again, revisiting the old episodes. And somebody gave me their HBO account, which I have HBO by the way, and uh, AT and T so cheap they have every. HBO series on demand except Game of Thrones, so it's like I don't, oh. I don't know what we're paying for. Oh my god! So Tom I started watching it again, episode. and uh, Claus got me into it again. And he goes, "I can't really get into it." Um, there was like a scene of like a brother and sister having sex. It's oh, I can't do it. it. And I was like, "Oh yeah, it's probably weird." Oh, I whatever. That. That's a hot scene. We need a heady. Yeah. All right. So. I saw him the other day. I said, you watch Game of Thrones again? Kind of joking. He goes, I watched every season. I've watched every episode. <laughs> I said, what do you mean? He, how many seasons? There's like six seasons. He goes, I was up for three days to like 3.30 in the morning. I watched every one. What do you want to know? And I'm like, I don't want to know anything. But if you're on board with this, like if it changed you, your mind to do it because you were very like anti, then it must be really good. And I know, John, there's a new season coming out in April, right? Yes. And I was anti, and I tried watching the first episode three times. Couldn't get through it. It, it was like boring. You were anti. Like, yeah, it, dude. I thought I you were on board from day one. Like you were a, no, you I were a producer, hearing, a producer. I kept the producer. I kept hearing about it and kept going. Oh, this looks neat. So I'd watch the first episode. I'd get fifteen minutes in and be like, oh, whatever. And then I did it again, and the same thing happened. Or I finally finished it, and I was like, I don't care what happens next. So finally, my roommate was like. Get to the fourth episode. After the fourth episode, you'll be it, – it's over. And that's what happened. You're I hooked. watched it in, I watched it like consecutively, like the first four, four hours. And uh, oh, it's good. good enough. And, and then you got hooked. Great. And it's great. Yeah. Now you're, now you're addicted to the video of that show. John Bean is great. Oh, he's a good actor. This he's is in the Bean. news. Sarah Palin's oldest son arrested in domestic violence case. Uh-oh. Was Sarah Palin backing Trump? Trump back in Trump, yeah. She says, uh, and I, I don't know if he, <laughs> well, the same he day? welcomes that, but his girlfriend was afraid he would shoot himself with an AR-15 rifle. Court documents say 26-year-old Track Palin. I always made fun of her Track. for the stupid kid's names. Track. Yeah. Trig. Track Palin is charged Willow. with assault. Interfering with the report of a domestic violence crime and possessing a weapon while intoxicated in connection with the incident Monday night at Wasilla, at the home of his parents where he lives. The home of his parents where he lives. Oh. Trek. He He's clearly not on the right track. <laughs> Do you hate your job? Are you tired of the same mundane routine? We are too. That's why we are offering you a once-in-a-lifetime chance to escape. A full week of relaxation and vacation at Katie Corrado's house of a thousand beers and tears. You'll live with Katie and participate in some of her favorite relaxing activities, such as petting her black cat, surfing in Ocean City, 
drinking IPAs, taking photographs of IPAs, making fabulous pizzas, and yes, even screaming at tailors on the phone. So put down the keyboard and pick up your boogie board, because at Corrado's, you're family. Unless you're DeWitt. Paid for by Katie Corrado. Go back to that Hollywood boycott, the Oscars boycott yeah. thing. Did you see what Whoopi said about it? Whoopi Goldberg on the. <laughs> she video. waited. They didn't ask me to host, so boycott. Right. She did weigh in, and I really am surprised by what she said. What did she say? She's she's like, oh, every year, this comes up every year. We don't talk mm. about it. No one says yeah. anything, and then every year, and it pisses me off. So it's mm. kind of like she's almost. Yeah, she's she's, like, she's pretty level-headed. Rest. Yeah, I like. Yeah, her. I like her. Right. She's she's always pretty on. Yeah. She kind of calls it like it is. She's a straight shooter, you know. Yeah. The whole thing with Cosby came out. She's like, we don't know what happened yet, but let's give the benefit of the doubt. And then it was, it was very apparent that it happened. Something happened. She goes, well, it's very unlikely all these women came out and nothing happened. At least right. something now. He needs to own up to it. You know, she's kind of the, the level headed. Right. You know he's what? Like, he's in trouble. I, I like Whoopi. I think she's also a Cosby. Um, you know, I, I, I'm sure she talks about it on The View for the people this who don't work. The... Do, 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 do. Or me. <laughs> the View. Yeah, instead of uh, Mike and Mike and then uh, First Take, I listen to uh, Rachel Ray and The View. <laughs> That's my lineup. Um, yeah, this is kind of interesting. I, was, I finally got around to seeing Selma. I thought it was a brilliant movie. And what movie? I noticed Selma. Oprah's small part. I actually thought she would have a larger role. But did you ever notice she only plays a part when it has something to do with either civil rights or the national the, – the advancement. I hate to use the term advancement of colored people because it's so obsolete. But Oprah Winfrey only acts oh, yeah. in Oprah films Winfrey. or television if Negro there's some kind South. of political agenda behind it. Right. Yeah, yeah she, that's her thing. I thought you were about Whoopi. I was like, Whoopi did Sister Act. No, no. I was no. like, wasn't she a ghost no, in, <laughs> in Ghost? She was a medium. Yeah. Oh, that's right. A medium. Um, yeah, Oprah's that's, – that's Oprah's thing. Oprah Dollars. Yeah, that's her thing. And she's for all these entitlements. This is one thing I'd love to ask. You know, you're for all of these entitlements, government entitlements. And yet you turn around and you tell these kids in the slums who grew up in the same kind of conditions that you did growing up that they can pull themselves out. They don't have to live that way. I don't get it. Nobody gave her anything. So why would you – I don't understand why you would be in favor of making all this money to be in favor of having it taken from you so that the other people don't have to work as hard as you. Yeah, it's I, like, I never, well, why don't you just give it out? Just, Why don't you dish it out and write me a check? Instead of having to give it a middleman, just cut me a check for a million. It's, it doesn't break the bank for you. We'll call it day to day. You won't even notice yeah, write me it. a check. Send me some check. Bitcoin to enhance my personal wealth. Bitcoin. She's got a lot of money. Bitcoin. She's got a lot let's of money. Let's see what some of the comments are about the Oscars. Let's see what we got here. Hold on. I think I can dig some up. So we Which have the guy. Is it worse? The guy from who watches them anyway? Oscars. You know what I want. You know what I love is all the people who you watch the Oscars. 
I'm just gonna call this "What's Wrong with People" here. This will be—I didn't have a plan, but we'll call this one the "What's Wrong with People" segment. An ad hoc. What's wrong with all these aspiring actors Dude. who didn't get nominated for anything because they're not in any real movies, but they have two cents to put in? What do they care if the Oscars is nothing to do with them? If I wasn't you're not nominated. Actor, what do you care? It has nothing to do with you. If you're an aspiring actor, Hollywood clearly doesn't want you, so maybe you should just. Not watch it anyway. Call it a day. Pack it up. <laughs> Pack it up. But, you know, I'm reading all these trends of people. You know, I, I thought we had justice and equality in, in Hollywood. I guess I was wrong. Like, well, I don't know what you thought, but you live in Tulsa, Oklahoma, not <laughs> Hollywood. It's changing. I think the culture of Hollywood is changing. Yeah. Is it really just Jada Pinkett Smith, or is the, are there other people? That no, it's a whole lot. Let's see what we got. Waving their fists. <laughs> Put more black. Nominate more black people. Yo, guess Let's what? See. Sorry. But this there year, are I so many. black people were good enough. There are so many African Americans. There's so many black people in Yo. the Academy that vote. I mean, yeah. they, they besides, voted for people besides, that weren't black besides, either. Besides DiCaprio, how many Americans are nominated? They're all Brits. Right. We all love yeah. the Brits now, and when they do in the accent, we love it even more. Love it even more, and they always Cup win. For, they win. They playing the Americans, but we never get to play the Brits. Yeah, Andrew Lincoln on Walking Dead. Love that actually, I agree with. Accent. There's nothing worse than like a, a fall American guy doing like a British accent. Do you like smoothie? Like, oh no, <laughs> stop, 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 please. Yeah, I know, Andrew Lincoln. I mean, Andrew right. Lincoln will talk, he, he'll talk like this in any of his interviews, but then when he gets out in front of the camera, yeah. you know, yeah. he's all, Coles. we will survive. Coles. Yeah, we are going to survive and coexist. Coral. the way it has to be. <laughs> you got something you won't say to me. He's but doing the, the exit even, all the way to the bank. Dr. House, he, he was even... It was even stranger. Oh, it was so annoying. Like, everything was hitting yeah. to be so, I'm so funny. Everything I say is sarcastic. I'm a doctor who talks to the cane, and I talk like this. And this I is take pills. I'm going to take Vicodin. Yeah. I'll find out in the last five minutes of the episode, trust me. But in Selma, I was listening to Tim Roth do George Wallace, and it was, and um, Tom Wilkinson was doing Lyndon Johnson, and they were spot on. Huh. Well, not that I knew either one of them personally, but spot this on. This was in a, what film? And some, and of course, the British guy who played Martin Luther King again did a phenomenal Southern twang. Hmm. He's got that twang situation happening. But yeah, it's just like complaining this for the same thing. Nominate yeah. more American actors. Ooh, shut up. Yeah. Just be happy. Bite your tongue. White folks that got nominated like this Chris year. Rock did a whole bit on it, um, and he's one of the ones complaining. As I said, the white BET awards. When was the last time you saw two Indians? <laughs> he once said it, an old comedy bit. Oh, yeah. I think, yeah. That's, Nobody's yeah, got let's bring that the around. American Indian. When was the last time you saw, saw two Indians? You ain't never seen two Indians. Never. And they're not complaining. You never see two Indians at a Red Lobster, you know? You don't see all kinds of scenarios you can complain about. Back in 92. Yeah. And then I think after that, maybe there was wind talkers. And, then, and the guy who won for the last Mohegans was a Brit. Right. <laughs> That's like Brad Pitt is the Mexican, Tom Cruise is the last samurai. What's next? Last black man on the planet. It's like Tom Hanks. What was that movie with Keanu Reeves where he like, plays like the Japanese samurai guy? Oh yeah, uh, the Matrix. No, um, 
I know what you're talking. Be- about. Benedict Cumberbatch is going to play Shock of the Zulu King in the next year. I mean, it's just <laughs> come yes. on. They just cast Will Farrell as Shaft. Has <laughs> anybody read any of the stuff that he puts out on his Twitter? John Hassinger is Oprah. Or Facebook. What's that? You cut out. It's just static. Destruction. Repeat. Keanu just puts his weird stuff. It's on Facebook. Is it just... Look it up. Would you do? Oops. We're losing the connection. Ground control to make Ground. Just... Ground. I you're back. No. no. You you're back. You're back. Keanu Reeves, you were saying? No, he... Every now and then I'll read some of the stuff he puts up because I'll read other people who share his material. He puts this really... For the love of Scotland. <laughs> You're cutting out again. Uh, uh, starting get underwater. It. Let's, uh, we can put this one in the W column tonight. Put it in the W column. I put it in my dick. Let's put it in... Let's, let's, I'm gonna, let's, get, let's revisit that in the next show. Let's talk about Mr. Reeves and, uh... John, are tomatoes getting sexier? Find out on an all-new podcastle. I'm making a stew. I'm making a pie. What kind? What blueberry? Kind? Huckleberry. <laughs> what are you doing right. over there? I'm making sausage. Are you wearing a shirt? Yes. Yes. What color is it? Damn it. <laughs> ding, ding. Oh, my cocoa. <laughs> all right, everybody. I'm Matthew Clark. With Jonathan Assinger and Michael Biscardi saying good night. See ya. And Godspeed. Bye.